The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, Telesouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of Telesouth Media Incorporated. Now, join us for Advisors Roundtable with your hosts, certified financial planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus. It's professional advice for your life. Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable, certified financial planners, Greg Cooley and my co-host, certified financial planner, Bubba Labus with you on this portion of the show brought to you by Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, where your personal financial plan is the key. So, Bubba, do you remember your first Boy Scout uh, uh, camp out? First um, camp out you went on. So, I was kind of lucky, um, and I went on camp outs prior to becoming a Boy Scout. Okay. I think my dad was a leader at the time, or somehow I got associated, and I got to go before I was actually in Boy Scouts. But, okay, before Cubs and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, you yep. got to go when you were four, five, six years yep. old? Uh, I might've been seven, I think, but I, I remember very specifically my, my first camp out because, uh, I went fishing. We went to big hill pond. Okay. Um, great story. I would give this guy's name. Um, he had a nickname. We called him fat cat. Okay. Some people might remember that and remember who we talked about. Okay. Um, but, uh, we called him fat cat and we were fishing, uh, down at Big Hill Pond, and he caught a brim, and you know, and he cut it up, and you know, uh, filleted it, and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, or you know, mm-hmm. cut the guts out of it. Mm-hmm. We're walking back up the hill, going to the campsite, and he takes a little bite out of this thing, and I will remember it just like it was yesterday, <laughs> like out of the raw fish, out of the raw fish. First time you had ever seen sushi. <laughs> yeah, right. And I looked at him, and I was like, "This guy's crazy." <laughs> So that that was my first experience with the Boy Scouts camp. All right. So the, did this fat, indicate fat cat to, eating sushi right uh, walking up the hill? Yeah, at yeah, Big right. Hill Pond in rural Tennessee. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, did that indicate to you that Fat Cat had done this before? I don't think he had. Huh? Yeah. He, he tried it. He tried it. But he had, he had fished before. Oh, he yeah. knew what he was doing. Oh, yeah. How he to did. bait a yeah. hook, and mm-hmm. you know how to clean the fish, and mm-hmm. and how to talk to and maybe lead boys that sort of thing. Right. Uh, no, uh, so Fat Cat was another Boy Scout. Okay, so he how, wasn't a leader. How, old, uh, how long uh, or, or how many people were on this camp out? How many were with you? Uh, you know, back in those days, I'd, I'd guess at at least twenty five Boy Scouts. Did you spend the night? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not a real Boy Scout camp out unless you spend the night, right? right? Yeah. And you, it was two nights. Well, okay. Were there some kids who were afraid? Um. You know, I don't recall that. I'm sure there were. You ever been on one of those Boy Scouts yeah. where it's maybe the kid's first time and yeah. he cries? And as as a leader, I've I've been on a number of those, uh, you know, camp outs where you know you got a kid who gets a little homesick or nervous or yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, he cries, wants mm-hmm. his mama. When are we going home? Yeah, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Um, as a leader, the goal is is to wear them out enough that they just go straight to bed and go to sleep. And they can't worry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they can't worry. They can't be concerned. They can't cry and they can't right. whine mm-hmm. because sometimes that's infectious. Mm-hmm. One of us gets afraid yep. and gets thinking about my mama mm-hmm. and about my bedroom yep. and about being at home and not hearing all those crazy sounds mm-hmm. in the woods. Yeah. And the next thing, the the kid next to you is like, yeah, I hadn't thought about my mom, but I'd rather be by my mom than with you stinky boys. So, and, and one thing that we do is, uh, is we take up cell phones mm-hmm. immediately when we get there. Good. You tell the mamas you're doing this it, before you all leave? the parents know uh, that we're taking them up. Um, but occasionally there will be a parent from time to time that wants to bring an extra jacket or an extra something to the boys. Right. Mm-hmm. And that just starts a domino effect. So oh, well, he got to see his mama and oh. you know, she drives out there because she mm-hmm. forgot something or he forgot something. Right. So she just got to get it to him. Mm-hmm. And when she appears, it messes up everybody. It does. Because everybody mm-hmm. starts thinking about his mm-hmm. his or her mama. Right. Right. Now, today, we have another one of your sons mm-hmm. with us, Thomas Henry. Now, uh, Thomas Henry, uh, do you remember your for- first camp out? Um, yes, I do. Okay. Well, I think I do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Was it fun? 
Yes, it was fun. Or did you have some guys with you who got afraid? I think there was one guy that got afraid, but yeah. there, all the other guys weren't. Yeah, all the other guys, even the, either they weren't afraid or they didn't have the guts to admit it around their friends, right? Yeah. Do you like camping out? Yes, I do. All right, so tell me about the sounds at night. Well, sometimes there's coyotes. Sometimes there's usually always crickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the mor in the morning, you'll always hear birds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. You ever heard something you really didn't recognize, and you wonder, is that a frog or is that a mountain lion? Huh? You ever, you ever hear something in the woods that you really didn't well, recognize? Um. I, you know what? I was on this camp out, uh, and his name is Mac. Yeah. And he's and we were having hot cocoa, right? Because yeah. it was in the winter. Yeah. And he accidentally spilt some hot water on his like little um on his uh on his side stomach. of his belly. Yeah. yeah. And he screamed like a girl, and I'm like. <laughs> never heard that sound before that sounds like a screaming girl <laughs> but, but but it was the boy yeah yeah a dude that was with you right mm-hmm. yeah there are a lot of sounds out there and sometimes those sounds scare us and the reason i spent so much time today on camping out and the unknown and what scares us and having people around us that we trust is that i think that's very important for people when they're dealing with their finances especially mm-hmm. When it comes to times of volatility. Right. I mean, sometimes it's really good to know when you're on a hike and some dude is with you and says, I've done this before and we only have two miles left. And he says it with confidence. And you're like, I can make it two miles. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't have somebody with you who had done this before and you're all saying, oh, man, this hurts, and, and I'm tired, and how much longer? Well, I don't know how much longer. We could have 20 miles left, you know? Mm-hmm. That, that would affect the whole attitude, wouldn't it? Or if you're flying on a small airplane and the pilot looks back and said, I saw this on YouTube once. I think we'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, stayed at a yeah. Holiday Inn Express. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that, that really hurts your confidence, right. doesn't it? So today I want to talk about volatility and about uh, the unknown and about how to get through it and maybe how to have a little more confidence through things like that here at the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk 94.3. Mr. Murphy, what do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. There must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. This is John Oliver Windsor a local attorney without billboards or an 800 number, and I want to help you with your legal needs. You have bills piling up and can't catch up? Have you been charged with a DUI or have one in your past and need it taken off your record? Have you lost a loved one and need help sorting through their estate? I have the expertise to help you handle issues life has thrown your way. Let a professional that knows what to do and how to do it handle the work for you. Give me a call, John Oliver Windsor, Attorney at Law and Corinth, 662-872-0121. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. Don't let mistakes get in your way. Investing missteps can undermine your ability to save as much as you'll need for your retirement and other goals. Let us help you formulate an individual plan that will ensure you get to where you want financially. 
Call us for a financial consultation at Cooley & Labus Financial Advisors today at 662-287-1903 or visit our website at www.cooleylabus.com. As coronavirus cases continue to present throughout the nation and region, Magnolia Regional Health Center's priorities remain the same, to be here for you and work diligently to ensure that our patients, communities, visitors, and staff remain safe. To protect yourself from coronavirus, Wash your hands often with soap and water. Avoid touching your face. Stay home as much as possible. And if you find yourself in a public situation, practice social distancing. We are in this together. Do your part and stay home. Call the pros at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable, Certified Financial Planners Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show, brought to you by Albright Storage Company, clean, safe, climate-controlled storage to better serve you with eight locations now in Corinth and Alcorn County. Thanks a lot to Trey and to Martha for being such fine sponsors of the Advisors Roundtable. So, Bubba, we're talking about volatility and times of, of uh, wonder and, and times of concern, and maybe you've never been here before, and I, I just want to go through two or three different options of what you have if the market is kind of free freaking you out. Okay. And I think there there's some people who are freaked out by the stock market anyway, right? Oh, it it, it doesn't have to have a you don't have to have a correction or anything. Mm-mm. You know, I, and I I would say that they're freaked out because they just don't understand it. I think you're right. I think there are a lot of people, I and mean, a lot of people mm-hmm. told me that. They stopped me in the line at, you know, at Walmart or whatever, and aren't you that guy on the radio? And I said, yeah. And they say, well, you know, the stuff you talk about, I've never done that before because I really don't understand it, and it kind of scares me. And so, you know, I just, I, I don't go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of us are that way, aren't we? Right. Now, some people have never flown. Mm-hmm. It just, for some reason, scares them. Uh, some people never been on a big boat out in the middle of the ocean. It scares them, and they, you know, hear, and they think Jaws. Right. Now, they may be on a 12-story yacht or Mm -hmm. a a big cruise liner, but, uh, you know, for some reason, they're just not going to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And and so a lot of people don't participate in the markets because they don't understand it, and that does save them from the concern about volatility. Now, before we go past this, what is a quick layman's terms definition of, of volatility what, what would you say you know like thomas henry came to you and said daddy mr greg talked about volatility of stock market mm-hmm. i would say it goes up and down okay and to what degree does it go up and down yeah right so um we could talk about um uh, a roller coaster right Mm-hmm. And you can go to the local fair and you can get on one of these little kitty rides that just kind of goes on these little bitty bumps up and down in a little circle, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that may be a total of 100 feet long. Yeah. It, like it's a small world thing yeah. down at right. Disney World. Right. Okay. I've never been to Disney World, but You're I'll take your go. word on that. <laughs> <laughs> or you can get on, you know, the, the Rolling Thunder uh, 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 um, yeah. Roller coaster. Power of terror. Thing. Right. Something right. that's going to do loop-de-loops and go up and down and, you know, drop you down 100 feet. Right. Jerk and then stomach. back up, yeah. you know, another Ooh. 85 or whatever. And Been then, there. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Thing has rocket boosters on the back. Mm, it feels like it. So we're talking about two levels of volatility there, right? Yeah. One of them you may be okay with because you can look at it and you can see it. And the other one, you don't know what's going to happen because you're click, 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 going up on this roller coaster. And then, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you just go right over the edge mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then do a couple of loop-de-loops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two extreme examples, but that's what volatility is. Yeah. Yeah. The is. way in which something moves up and down. And so stocks do that. Mm-hmm. Some of them on a daily basis. All of them do it on a daily basis. They go up, they go down. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see the opening, and you can see the mm-hmm. close, and you can see the midday, and you can see the high for the day and mm-hmm. the low for the day. That means it moved. Right. 
And, and and as you said, about all of them do it. So that means even the ones that you think are the most conservative investments mm-hmm. are going to do that. Right. So if you're going to do this, if you're going to step off into this world, you tell people right off the bat that's going to happen. I, I, and that's probably one of the first things that I talk about. Hmm. Uh, you know, we talk about volatility. We talk about expected returns. We talk about why the merits of this particular investment are good hmm. and what some of the drawbacks could be, hmm. what some of the bad things could be, what what could happen out there in the world that could make this investment go down. So this is kind of like the meeting you have with the moms before you take the kids mm-hmm. on the camp out. Right. This is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get in a boat or in a canoe. They may get wet. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody's going to be safe. They're going to have on life jackets. Right. Yep. We're, we're going to get back and mm-hmm. we're, we're going to cook and we're going to learn how to tie knots mm-hmm. and we're going to have to put up the, the, the tents. Everybody needs to bring a tent. Right. A lot of discussion, a lot of planning goes into those things, right? Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. And so you are of the opinion that a lot of discussion and planning needs to go into whether Phil jumps into this stock market mm-hmm. thing or not, right? Right. Okay, so we're going to have a little volatility, and we've had Mm -hmm. a little volatility. Here are four or five ways that the average person or anybody can respond to this volatility. All right, so the very first thing is the first time Phil, let's say that Phil buys Warren Buffett's stock. He's going to buy some Berkshire Hathaway. He's rich enough to buy one share. Okay. Which means that he can buy like six houses in Alcorn County. Yeah. But you're talking about the A share. Yeah. 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 So he, he let's say yeah. he did that. If he bought the B share, he could get a four wheeler. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna buy some of that stock, you know, and and most people think it's a pretty good stock and it, it's not that volatile and it, it's got, you know, the world's greatest investor supposedly behind it. So we're gonna buy some of that stock. And Phil Phil's gonna jump right in. Let's say he jumps in and the stock market goes crazy. The first week and it goes down and it's down five or ten percent. Phil's first reaction, especially if he's new at this, is probably to pull out because he's afraid the next day it's going to go down further. That's right. So your first reaction to volatility is you can just quit. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like Thomas Henry here. He goes on his first camp out. The very first weird sound that he hears Mm -hmm. coming from the woods, he'd go call his mama. He hears that screech owl and says, nope, I'm done. But he didn't do that, did you, Thomas Henry? No. Uh, so why I didn't do that is because uh, we own a place in Tennessee, mm-hmm. and it's our farm. Mm-hmm. And so I've been already introduced into those sounds. So I didn't scream. So I didn't scream like a little girl like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you 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 hung in there, mm-hmm. but there there is that option. Mm-hmm. You could you could try to get out. You could try to stop. You could try to get off this ride. You, you could try to quit. So that, that's the first option people have, and that is pull out when they have volatility hit them. The other one is they could sit and just hang in there, right? Right. Yeah, like Thomas Henry did mm-hmm. on the camp out. You know, doesn't make any difference how bad the food is you cook mm-hmm. and what you did down there and who fell in the lake and who's getting in a fight and who's not happy and how hard the, the bed is and, and whether we hear sounds or not. He's staying. All yeah. part of enjoying the ride. It's part of it. Yeah. Okay? So number one, he could say, stay. Now, Considering these campouts, let's say that the whole group of kids comes back, you know, and they tell the whole story about the campouts. Let's say you got Greg Cooley over here who didn't go. Mm-hmm. He chickened out. He didn't even go. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he hears. Uh, he's got the option of going in one of these days and, and signing up, or he's got the option of continuing to sit it out. Mm-hmm. So there are two different ways to sit here. You could be in and sit and hang in there and be part of the ride and part of the whole experience, or you can sit at home and never get involved. There are a lot of people who've never done this, as we pointed out. So they're sitting it out from the outside. They're not just riding it out and sitting it out from in the middle of the ride or in the middle of the camp out. Here's another thing. You can just wait. There's always going to be a better time. You know, I really don't like Mr. Bubba, so I don't want to go on any campouts that Bubba's on. But now, when John Orman's in charge, this is crazy. I know it is. But <laughs> if, if John Orman's in charge, I think I, I, I'm just going to wait until he's in charge. I like him a little more. Mm-hmm. So you could always wait for a better time. 
Hmm? Mm -hmm. So you got four or five options there. You can sit it out while you're there. You can sit it out on the sideline. You can wait for a better time. You can get out. We see that happening not just with campouts mm -hmm. and Boy Scouts and trying out for the basketball team, but we also see that with people in the stock market, don't we? Right. So what percentage of people who start get out? You know, Ooh, that's that's a that's an interesting question. I think um, of the individuals that start, you've probably got about ten percent that get out at at just about the first time of volatility, mm -hmm. the first showing of volatility. There are a lot of people going to get out now, right? And we've had them, you know, mm -hmm. and we spent all this time, like you said, mm -hmm. in the very beginning, this is what's going to happen. This is how the ride's going to mm -hmm. be. You've decided you want to do this as opposed to have your money in the CD, right? And they shake their head, yes. And they sign all these disclosures, mm -hmm. yes. But, you know, they put the $100,000 in, it goes down 10%. That's $10,000. Right. And that freaks them out. Mm -hmm. And they call in, they want out. Even though we talked about the possibility mm -hmm. of this, what is it about our human nature that doesn't remember what we committed to yesterday? <laughs> huh? I mean, really? Well, and I would say that things get drastically different when you're talking about your own money and oh. you have your own money at risk oh. as opposed to talking about in theory, oh, right? Oh, yeah. See, because Thomas Henry could come back from one of those campouts and he could find old Greg Cooley over here who was chicken who never yeah. did. Never went. And he could say, Greg, you really need to go. This would be a fun time. We did this. We canoed. And we we, signed, we saw and whatever. And, and at night, now I'm going to tell you, you're going to hear some sounds. Now, hearing it from Thomas Henry, mm -hmm. and he may be even a, a good impersonator. Right. And he can impersonate a couple sounds. He can impersonate a screech owl mm -hmm. or a frog or something. But it ain't the same. It's not the same. From me being at home, mm -hmm. sitting on my bicycle, and having Thomas Henry tell me, right. as opposed to me not being at home, not mm -hmm. on my bicycle, I'm with you in a tent, and the real screech owl sounds a whole mm -hmm. lot more scary. Especially when it sounds like they're about to come into your tent, right? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So experiencing it on your own, when it's your body, when it's your mind, when it's your soul, when it's your money at risk... Is a completely different mm -hmm. experience. And we can talk about it all day long. We can anticipate it all day long until it happens. And when it happens, it's different. Huh? And I think people need to realize that. Volatility is going to happen. And it's going to be your money at risk. And you need to know that. So what else should you do? related to volatility. We're going to talk about that when we come back from this break at the Advisors Roundtable on Supertalk 94.3. Mr. Murphy, what do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. Well, there must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. Call the pros at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. Magnolia Regional Health Center's top priority in the coronavirus pandemic is to be here for you and work diligently to ensure that our communities, patients, visitors, and staff are safe. MRHC has resources available to educate the community during this time. For timely information about coronavirus, please visit 
mrhc.org slash COVID-19 or call our COVID-19 hotline at 662-293-1144. We are in this together. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. Don't let mistakes get in your way. Investing missteps can undermine your ability to save as much as you'll need for your retirement and other goals. Let us help you formulate an individual plan that will ensure you get to where you want financially. Call us for a financial consultation at Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors today at 662-287-1903 or visit our website at www.cooleylabus.com. It's something no one wants to think about, but sooner or later, we will all have to face it. And when it happens, your loved ones are going to face a lot of decisions regarding your funeral. Let the staff of Memorial Funeral Home help your families during this difficult time. They treat everyone who comes through the doors with dignity, respect, and compassion. Their facilities offers a setting to bring your family together, to share a meaningful service, and to celebrate the life of your loved one. Memorial Funeral Home, where friends and family make the difference. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable, Certified Financial Planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show, brought to you by Magnolia Regional Health Center, all their subsidiaries and clinics, taking care of us in the surrounding area, one patient at a time, because Magnolia matters to us. Thanks a lot to Magnolia for being there all the time, especially during these trying times, and helping us and keeping us as safe as possible. And as healthy as possible. So, Bubba, we're talking about volatility and the unknown and all those sorts of things. So, you know, I, I uh, have gone on a few campouts. I think I, maybe I went on a campout or two uh, when when you were younger with uh, Randy Jennings and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Well, so Randy, it, was it just me or did it rain on every single campout that we ever went on? Yeah, yeah. We always made sure somebody yeah. brought a shovel so that we could dig yeah. and, right. and make these drains yeah. and gutters around the the tents. If there was a drought around, I think farmers used to pay us to come camp out <laughs> yeah, so it would I think rain. That's right. Uh, uh, yeah. that, that that's true. It was the way we made money on the side. Mm-hmm. So I went to, with this guy. God rest his soul, of, of an absolute fun guy. Um, you know, uh, Randy Jennings. Mm-hmm. And he was a great leader, and um, he used to tell us, okay, we're going to be out there two nights. We're going to be out there Friday and Saturday night. we got some kids who've never done this before. So what we're going to do the first night is we're going to tell these stories about fun times that happened on campouts. And we're going to tell uh, about how we enjoyed it. And we're going to tell about how we grew and how many badges we're going to get. Mm-hmm. But now the second night, we're going to tell ghost stories. Right. But we're not going to tell the kids. Mm-hmm. We're going to get them comfortable with it. So the first night, we'd do that. We'd sit around, we'd talk about stuff, and we'd, we'd tell stories and, and, and how that you know we learned how to do a bow and arrow and, ha- and all that sort of stuff. And, and then the second night, we'd sit around and tell ghost stories. He'd let me get up in the woods, and I'd go, But by that time, the kids were pretty good with it. Mm-hmm. Because they'd been with us, and they'd look over at Mr. Randy, and he'd say, it'd be all right. It ain't no, no big deal. That bear's not going to mess mm-hmm. with you. And then I'd walk in, and then they'd laugh. And, and, and So we eased them into it. Mm-hmm. They got more and more comfortable. And they got a little bit more comfortable with the trust factor with Randy and myself and being around us in the middle of the day, learning how to tie a knot and how to take a fish off of a hook. And all, and by the time, you know, the second yeah. afternoon got there, we were all chummy and they would have followed us to just about anywhere. Sure. Because he knew how to do it. He knew how to ease us into it. That's really one of the reasons we're doing this advisor's roundtable and have mm-hmm. for the last seven or eight years is we want to ease people into it. We mm-hmm. want to get them more more comfortable with the financial world. We want this to kind of be like that first night on a camp out. You get comfortable with it. You understand the terms. We tell you we've been here before and we talk about history. So today, let's do that a little bit. There have always been reasons not to do this. Mm-hmm. There have always been reasons to stay home from the camp out. 
There have always been reasons to be like that little Greg Cooley who stayed home and didn't go with you. All right? And let's talk about some of them maybe we remember over the last 50 years. I'm going to go back to 1970. Okay? It's 50 years. Okay? Since 1970, those of us who've been around for the la- some of the last 50 years, see if you recall this. Do you recall uh, President Nixon being elected and we got off the gold standard and everybody just thought everything would just fall to heck in a handbasket? Yeah. You recall the 1970s when the stock market didn't move much and it was called the lost decade? Yeah. Do you recall in the 1970s when we had oil prices that freaked out and they actually tripled and we had these long gas lines? Mm Mm-hmm. You recall late 1970s, early 1980s when Mr. Carter was in the White House and we had the issues with Iran and the hostages over there? Yeah. Do you recall the 1980s when our president was shot coming out of the Hilton in Washington, mm-hmm. D.C.? Do you recall the night in 1982 when unemployment was so high that many banks wouldn't lend money to you if you were in the first year of a job. Yep. I mean, all these things have happened, and I've just gotten you through 10 years now. Right. Through the 1970s. Mm-hmm. There have always been reasons for you not to participate. Do you know anybody who participated in investing in savings since the 1970s? You got any clients that I, old? I, I've got a number of them who have done that. How did they stay in with all this stuff happening? You know, I, I think they, uh, to a degree, and, I, and I'm going to use a, a funny word here. I'm going to say that they didn't pay attention to the drama, mm. and they looked at the data. Okay. Right Now, whether they knew that they did that or not. <laughs> yeah, whether they consciously did right. it, or it was natural, or somebody right. taught them to, or whatever. So some of these investors who have done that for a long time have experience, right? Mm-hmm. They've they've done it before. They've seen their parents or family members do it. Mm-hmm. They've had, you know, high oil prices in the early 70s. Mm-hmm. They've had high unemployment in the mm-hmm. early 80s. They've mm-hmm. they've lived through these things. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can go back even further. Oh, good. Look at the civil rights issues back in the 60s. You, you had a president who was killed in the early 60s. Right. Right. You know, yeah. Uh, go back to the fifties. I mean, yeah. you go through any decade, and I think there are a number of major events that happened during that decade that would give you reason not to invest. Yeah, or to make me pull out, or mm-hmm. sit on the sidelines, or wait. Right. That's a big mm-hmm. issue with a lot of people. I'm just gonna wait till the perfect time. Right. Huh? And so, have you had some of those conversations over the last few weeks? Absolutely. Yeah. People who either want to mm-hmm. pull out or sit on the sideline or wait. Uh, and uh, Now, and, and I will also say this, because I, I, I don't want to sound condescending towards those types of investors no, no, no. That, uh, that need guaranteed products mm-hmm. or no volatility right. or very, very limited volatility. Mm-hmm. Because there are those types of investors out there. Maybe they, they tried investing for a little bit and they just couldn't stomach the volatility. Yeah. It's not for all. No matter how much the volatility was, they could have been on the uh, the little uh, little little bitty roller coaster, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even like that ride. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, as long as you know that you don't like that ride. Yeah, yeah, and you can you you live with the consequences. You live with your personality type, but you're not going to know that you don't like the ride unless you get on the ride to begin with. Yeah. It's almost like a catch-22. Yeah, you kind of have to try it Mm -hmm. a little bit. You have to go in the camp out once, Mm -hmm. at least, and try it out to know. But there are some people who've never been on a camp out. Right. And they're still successful adults. Mm -hmm. but They just never went, never tried it. And there are some people who've never done this. I guess really what I'm talking to is kind of preaching to the choir about the people who have tried it. Right. Those who are in it now. Mm -hmm. Should you get out? Should you stay? Should you wait to put any more in? You know, if, if those are questions and 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 issues that folks are dealing with. And, and you know, they're also individualized questions, right? Mm-hmm. So, and and you hate to make blanket statements for mm-hmm. for everybody out there across the board. Not right to. But but you look at it, and and I can say, generally speaking, 
if you've got a long-term investment horizon of you know, 5, 10, 20, 30, 50 years. Mm-hmm. Could be 100 years but could be your investment horizon. You know, mm-hmm. I may be planting seeds today that I want my great, great, great grandchildren mm-hmm. to harvest, right? Uh, let me stop you right mm-hmm. there. Do you know there are some people who are listening to you that absolutely do not identify at all with that? Mm-hmm. I mean, really? Yeah. There are. There are people who, let's say great-grandfather died last week and he left them $100,000. There are some people, the only way their mind works is to spend the 100000 on themselves right. within the next year to 18 months. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've never really stopped and thought, you know, this $100,000 could make some difference in my life, but it could make a lot of difference in the lives of people I've never met. Right. Do you have to have permission or instruction or or example of how to think like that? Because I mean, many people they get a hundred grand, it's going to be gone. Well, and and we've talked about it before. The average inheritance is gone. Doesn't matter if it's ten million dollars or ten thousand dollars. It's gone on average within eighteen months. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I just don't know if 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 some of us have really just ever stopped and thought. You know, I can do something with this money. Yeah, have a little fun myself mm-hmm. and have a little income off of it myself. But I could put it somewhere. So 50 years from now, think of that. 50 mm-hmm. years from now, at my age, I'm almost 60. 50 years from now, I hope I'm here when I'm 110. But if I'm not, I got grandchildren, mm-hmm. maybe great-grandchildren. Right. That could get some benefit out of that. Do you think we need to spend more time telling people about that option? Absolutely you do. And, you know, that option is not that complicated, is it? I mean, you really can in this part of the world. You don't have to be in Manhattan. You don't have to be from Newport. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be from San Diego to be thinking like that. You can... You can do that. You make a difference. And not just in the lives of individuals, but in the lives of charities mm-hmm. and other options here. But you can't do that if you're on the sideline. That's right. Uh, or if you're unaware. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go to a break here at the Advisors Roundtable. When we come back, we're going to talk about awareness. Awareness of volatility and awareness of my options here on the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk 94.3. at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. This is Certified Financial Planner Bubba Labus. Are you dreaming of a bright future? At Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, we will help you formulate a solid financial plan to make your dreams a reality. We are certified financial planners that will meet with you to develop a step-by-step, individualized strategy for your finances. Call us today for a financial consultation at Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, 662-287-1903, or visit us at our website at www.cooleylabus.com. As coronavirus cases continue to present throughout the nation and region, Magnolia Regional Health Center's priorities remain the same. 
to be here for you and work diligently to ensure that our patients, communities, visitors, and staff remain safe. To protect yourself from coronavirus, wash your hands often with soap and water. Avoid touching your face. Stay home as much as possible. And if you find yourself in a public situation, practice social distancing. We are in this together. Do your part and stay home. This is John Oliver Windsor, a local attorney without billboards or an 800 number, and I want to help you with your legal needs. You have bills piling up and can't catch up? Have you been charged with a DUI or have one in your past and need it taken off your record? Have you lost a loved one and need help sorting through their estate? I have the expertise to help you handle issues life has thrown your way. Let a professional that knows what to do and how to do it handle the work for you. Give me a call, John Oliver Windsor, attorney at Law and Corinth, 662-872-0121. Welcome to State Farm, Mr. Murphy. What do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there's some discounts you could be taking advantage of. There must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show. Brought to you by John Oliver Windsor, attorney at law. The attorney without billboards or an 800 number here, ready to serve you and help you with your legal needs. So, Bubba, we've been talking about volatility and the correct response to it and the unknown and uh, kind of comparing that to going on a camp out uh, as a young boy. Um, so we, we, we talked about the three or four options you have about getting out and hanging in there or waiting or looking for a better time, that sort of thing. What does that look like practically to the average inver- investor? Uh, let's say you get out. You put the $100,000 in. It goes down 10%. Mm-hmm. You've lost. First of all, when you get the first statement, if you haven't done anything, the market has just gone down, mm-hmm. and now the statement shows 90000 Have I really lost yet? Your value is down, Okay. and you would say to others and say in your mind that you have lost, but you haven't lost until you sell those investments. Because it's up and down every day. Right. There, there's As we talked earlier, there's mm-hmm. volatility there, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you put in $100,000 and you look up uh, a month or two later and your account's worth $90,000. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's not that you have $90,000. That's the value. It'd be like buying a house, right? Okay. Let's say that you bought a house for $100,000. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden somebody decides, well, we're going to put in a, a trash dump next door to you. Oh. And now you can't sell that house for $100,000. Right. You don't want to live next to a trash dump and you've got to sell it for $70,000, right? Mm -hmm. Or on, you know, the converse of that, what if you bought a house and they decide, well, you know, we're going to knock down a couple of these other houses around us here and then build some brand new homes. Mm -hmm. Well, all of a sudden, maybe your house is worth a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Same concept. All this stuff is a different asset until I buy or sell until you buy or sell until i really do something and you said the word really that's called a realized gain mm-hmm. you realize the gain or the loss okay all right so let's until say that, then it's unrealized right it's just mm-hmm. on paper unrealized mm-hmm. now it doesn't feel good no it doesn't feel good huh to see today's mm-hmm. trading value of what i paid a mm-hmm. hundred thousand dollars for at 90 that doesn't feel right. good uh, probably not necessarily anybody's fault. Mm-hmm. It's a result of what's happening in the broader markets or what happened to individual companies or interest rates or international trade or a lot of things can mm-hmm. go into it, right? Right. So let's say I realize a loss. I put in 100000 and I, I call up and I, I got to get out. Mm-hmm. Sell me out today. Send me my $90,000 practically. What does that do to my taxes? What well, does that realized loss yeah, do? So practically, you have a loss that you can deduct against your income on your tax return. Okay. All so right. you do get some benefit out of that, okay. right? Uh, where I was going to take this conversation, though, is to say, what rate of return do you need on that loss in order to get back to even? So I lost 10000 I you lost, lost 10%. 10%. Okay. Yeah. 
you need about an 11% return just to get back to even. Yeah, that's true because returns are calculated Mm -hmm. on where I started. Yeah. Let's, let's take you through another example. So Mm -hmm. let's say that you lost 50% on that particular investment. All right. I went from a hundred to 50, 50,000. Okay. What rate of return do you need on 50,000 to get back to a hundred thousand? So since returns are calculated on where I've started now mm-hmm. and I'm starting back with 50 yep. in order for 50 to get back to a hundred, it's got a double, which is 100%, 100% return percent. I got to have 50 to start mm-hmm. with and I'm going to yeah. need 50 gained. Mm-hmm. So when I do realize a loss, or when I see a potential loss, even if it's mm-hmm. unrealized, I'm going to have to know that the mathematics tells me in order for it to re- return, it's going to have to return at a higher rate than it fell. That's correct. Okay. All right. So that is realizing and getting out. Mm-hmm. That's making that decision to get out. What does it look like practically to just hang in there? If you hang in there, you're maybe you'll receive dividends. Over that period of time, which is one thing that we haven't discussed. No, we haven't. On the investments. No. So, uh, you know, assume that you're getting uh, a 2% dividend. I'm I'm making up numbers here, but, you know, that's $2,000 worth of income that you're receiving off of that investment, whether the investment is $90,000 or $110,000. Okay. All right. So if I hang in there and it's a decent Mm -hmm. investment, then it's probably because things move up and down right. and because of volatility and because it pays a pretty attractive mm-hmm. dividend in this example, 2%, it's probably going to go back up. Right. But how long? Well, that that's the unknown. You know, mm-hmm. that's part of the volatility that we talk about. That's mm-hmm. part of the ride. Mm-hmm. It is part of the ride. Could be another month and it could be back up. It could be another six months. It could be another year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I need to fully mm-hmm. understand all this in the beginning. Right. So another thing that I want to talk about, uh, since we're talking about uh, investment returns, and I would say that generally speaking, we talk about the stock market and what is that returned over a period of 100 years. Right, right. All right. And, and generally speaking, you can look anywhere between eight and 12%. So we'll, we'll peg the number at what? 9% on an annualized basis. All right. Now you may have some years that are down 20%. You may have other years that are up 30%. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you've got these sequence of returns, Mm -hmm. but on average, when we talk about an average, let's say that the, the market returns 9% on average. Okay. Right. Up some years, down some years, up blah, some blah, years, blah, but average 9%. Right. Okay. However, we talk about the average investor and what their average return is. Mm-hmm. And the average return for most investors is somewhere around the three to three and a half percent range. Mm-hmm. And we talk about why. Yeah. If the market mm-hmm. did nine, why didn't I get nine? Why didn't they get nine? Well, because most investors do the wrong thing at the wrong time. <laughs> It is the easiest way that I can explain this. Now, and there, right. there are statistical studies and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff out there and white papers on it mm-hmm. uh, that, that we could go through and talk about. But the market goes down a little bit. Yeah. And then they sell. So they've got a little bit of a loss. So they sold low. They sold low. Grandma said buy low. And then the market turns around and it goes back up and they say, oh, well, maybe things are doing a little bit better. Maybe I'll get back in and I'll buy in. And they buy in when it's a little high. So they sold low and bought high, which is opposite. And then the market goes down a little bit more. And they get afraid again. And they get afraid again and they sell. So that's why the average investor has a lower rate of return Mm -hmm. uh, than what the overall market does. Mm. Now, there may be some other reasons for that as well when you talk about average rates of return for investors. Maybe they're not taking the amount of risk associated with the stock market either. Mm. You know, if they're well-balanced, well-diversified, that sort of thing, you would hope that they're not taking the full risk of the stock market to begin with. Mm. There Mm. are some investors that may be taking more risk than the stock market. Uh, Yeah, and and they may or may not Mm -hmm. even know that. Right. So they may have thought they were, mm-hmm. uh, you know, signing up for the ride that just went up and down, mm-hmm. just up and down, like hill and right. dale and hill and dale. 
but um, they get in the middle of it and they find out they they signed up for the one that is the more volatile mm-hmm. and they got in the one that you know is more peaks and valleys sure um, and a lot of times that happens because not only do I really not understand the market I really don't understand myself mm-hmm. I don't understand my psychology I don't understand that it's easy for me to sell low and buy high, which is opposite of what I should be doing if I looked at it from a real business point of view and a real disciplined point of view. So I don't understand that. Um, And so I get involved and then maybe I have a good year or two Mm -hmm. and I get greedy. Mm hmm. And I call Bubba up and say, you know, Bubba, you had me in that 60-40, 60% stocks, 40% bonds. The bonds didn't do good last year. Yeah. My stocks kicked rear end. I yeah. want you to move me. 100% to stock. I want to go 100% to stocks. And then I say, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what you said to me in 2008? <laughs> Do you remember what you said to me in uh, in October and November of 2018? Do you remember what you said to me in the very beginning of 2020 when we had this coronavirus? Uh, yeah, because we don't like mm-hmm. to necessarily remember the history. Right. But we need to. Like earlier on in this broadcast, I talked about what happened in the 1970s, mm-hmm. all of those things. I just want to make this point. If you had been one of those people that despite what happened with Nixon and despite what happened with the oil price and despite what happened with Iran-Contra and all blah, 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 all that stuff, what if you had $10,000 on January the 1st, 1970, mm-hmm. and you had put it in a fairly decently well-diversified portfolio? You know, you'd have over a million now. Yep. Huh? But you had to stay in there. You had to understand mm-hmm. it. You had to keep up with it. You had to ask questions. Oh, here's one. You probably had to pay some tax along the way. Yeah, you did. Huh? Oh. So this is not necessarily just, you know, you put the money yeah. in, you come back, and I'm not going to have to deal with anything. You're going to have to deal with some stuff. You just need to understand on the front end what it looks like going on this camp out. Mm-hmm. Here at the Advisors Roundtable, we hope we learned something and we hope we uh, help you learn a little bit about yourself today on 94.3. The discussion and content expressed by the host of the Advisors Roundtable are intended to be received as news, educational, and entertainment or unit items and are not to be accepted by the listener as legal, investment, insurance, or tax advice. Opinions and views will be expressed by guests of the Advisors Roundtable, and those opinions and views are those of the guests alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Advisors Roundtable host or any of its affiliated radio stations. All information provided is educational in nature and is not intended to be acted upon without first consulting the the appropriately licensed professional of your choosing. Before acting upon any information obtained during an advisor's roundtable broadcast, an individual should understand matters are extremely tax-specific and require advice tailored to individual facts and needs. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Andrew Labus are registered representatives of S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Securities offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Ignite Planners, LLC. Ignite Planners LLC is not affiliated with S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated.